Hey, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You've tuned in to the Happily Married and Love podcast with Michael and Sherry. Hey, welcome back. Welcome, everyone. And if this is your first time, we want to say welcome to you. Welcome. All right. So today, what we're going to be talking about is a crucial element in relationships and be it marriage or just even family, friends, relationships. You know, because we're moving into that that holiday season's coming up, mm-hmm. and you know how it is sometimes. Yes, um, you know, your fa- you have some family members, and I never want to minimize anything, but there's family members that actually miss their spouses or their parents or whatever. But this is to help repair any. Some relatives come in and they already have a bad attitude, so you want to make a repair. This is right. good practice. <laughs> right. So as Sherry just said, actually our topic today is repair. Mm-hmm. And repair is one of, as I said, it's a vital, I would say it's a key in a relationship. For one, if you're emotionally healthy and intelligent and connected couple, repair is very necessary. Mm-hmm. Even if, and like I said, if you're not necessarily a couple, but just like family members, you know, if you want to connect with them on an emotional level mm-hmm. and have good relationship, repair is very necessary. Yes. You know, um, and what we've learned from it. So we want to give credit. Now, this is not an endorsement or we don't get any sponsorship from them. But, you know, the Gottman Institute mm-hmm. has been really good. At, and in our years of we've learned is we've got a lot of new material and it's been really good. All right. So, you know, from a family standpoint, um, if you, I would say if you're over 35, you probably heard of the Hatfield and McCoys. Mm-hmm. If you're under 35, you might be like, okay, are they on like Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they did have a Netflix show. You know, right. it was not a show, but it was a movie. Mm-hmm. So literally, I mean, from a, a very negative standpoint, that was a very real two families on the Virginia and Kentucky borders where they literally had a falling out in the feud. And I mean, they was taking each other out and lasted for decades. I mean, the kids was picking up the feud, mm-hmm. you know, so it became very famous. Right. You know, the Hatfield and McCoys. We don't want to be there. No, we don't. You know, but here's the thing, though. As in a couple, we're going to talk from a relationship standpoint. You can try to be as careful as you possibly want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you're dating, you know, you're like, okay, you make sure I don't, you know, put your your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. You know, um, anniversary's coming up, so you want to be nice. <laughs> 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 Birthday, you know, holiday coming up, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you get something, mm-hmm. some gift. <laughs> yeah, some people do. Um, but inevitably, you're gonna you're gonna 
cause a breach in your relationship or break a bond, that kind of thing going on. I mean, you as you were starting to talk, you were saying, okay, as the holidays, there's some people who won't get together on holidays because they've had a falling out 30 years ago mm-hmm. or however long ago or, you know, somebody brought coleslaw and you didn't ask them to bring it and nobody ate it. And so they felt offended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, <laughs> you right, know? exactly. You know, it's like, you know, I'm, or whatever. Or you just have people who are trying to follow Christ, have a relationship with the Lord, but maybe they don't. Someone else doesn't. And maybe either they feel uncomfortable or maybe, unfortunately, you know, sometimes God has very bad press because sometimes his people just act, act out. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. trying to use some proper terminology. There's no proper terminology. Just just put it out there. Yeah, some things I was going to say I don't need to say. Oh, anyway. okay. <laughs> you know. All right. So um, even in a good marriage, there can be some nasty, drawn down, screaming matches at each other. Where the neighbors are thinking like, okay, I thought, I thought they was church people, (laughs) (laughs) right? You know, or just whatever, or just kind of wondering like, Mm -hmm. man, should we call the police or something? You know, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. we've heard that. And one of the, I think it's second apartment we was living in. You remember when we first moved in? Oh yeah. It was like, okay, we're going to have to call, we're going to have to call some, I, th- I think one time we actually did have to call the police. Yeah, we did, we did. I was kind of wondering, somebody going to lose their life over there? Right, come <laughs> through the walls or what? Yeah, not to the walls with that thing in the first place. <laughs> All right, so you can have e- ugly, just matches. All right, you can say mean things to each other, mm-hmm. you know, and then that, that's unfortunately because we all do that as humans. Yeah. We do, we do. You know? Yeah. We can get critical and defensive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know just just plain out mean or just sometimes you just have old patterns or old mm-hmm. uh right tapes playing that's what we call it tapes so now we probably just say old digital sounds mm-hmm. from past that you're carrying well because i'm an it guy you can have old code running in there that's got some bugs in it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and all it takes is that one one keystroke and mm-hmm. all of a sudden that that thing comes up <laughs> and then also you can engage in stonewalling because you know maybe you hurt or maybe you had an expectation that might have been unrealistic or uncommunicated expectation and your spouse your loved one didn't meet it now you're upset you're hurt and now you're stonewalling because you're upset and you're mm-hmm. not talking, you know, you know. So, um, you know, these are just things that just happen. When you put two two humans in together, it inevitably is going to be a disagreement. Mm-hmm. Siblings is a good example. Right. Okay. So how do we, where, where do you want to start? Well, we can start with what makes a repair effective. Uh, okay. All right. So it's how do you try to make things better? Mm-hmm. Okay. So here are some repair attempts. We're going to give you some examples. You know, one thing we have learned is, and really encourage people, I think there's there's several, if you can look them on the internet, there's what the cycle of, of emotions, or the wheel of emotions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's different things. And what they do is they teach you different words of feeling words. Right. Like, I'm getting scared. Okay, like say you're in the midst of an argument. And, this is just one example. One person right. will say, hey, I, I'm getting scared right now. Like, oh, okay, that should be a flag. Like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Let's, let's back this back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's back it down. 
um, that felt like an insult. You know, so as you know, if we're going through, if, you know, if I'm thinking of, okay, here's a funny joke and use humor in a, at an inappropriate time, you could say, hey, that feels like an insult. I say, oh, no, I didn't mean that at all. Right. You know, I mean, I've done that by accident to people thinking one thing and it didn't come out that way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use one example of that. I don't know if the guy ever listened, but one guy was working for me one time when we were out. I, mean, I ran into him at a tennis court mm -hmm. and I was tired. I think my uh, our son had was playing basketball or whatever. It was a full day. Had to go take him. And I ran into him, and I was trying to say, you know, hey, you you crack a joke and just say, hey, you know, um, be good to the guy, but we need him for work. I don't care what you do, but as long as you don't break him or something like that. <laughs> it didn't come out like that at all. Mm. And I realized that I should have stopped and went back and said, hey, well, I'm sorry. That sounded like an insult, but I mm -hmm. didn't, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Um. But I'm feeling, I'm feeling sad. A person could say, hey, I'm feeling flushed. I'm feeling whatever. Right. But, but you know, those are good ways. Mm -hmm. right? All right. You want to talk about sorry? Yeah. Um, these, these are pretty good uh, examples of saying I'm sorry. Uh, you could say I, my reactions were too extreme. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Or I blew that one again. Mm -hmm. Let me try again. That's what you can say. Let me try again. Mm -hmm. I want to be gent gentler to you right now. I don't know how. Mm -hmm. um, and one common one is, how can I make things better? Mm, okay. That's a repair attempt. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about. Um, now, if we can, let's go back to the feeling words. Because the feeling words, it most often can come from the person who if you're in the midst of your argument and maybe the other person is is kind of attacking them they're criticizing them that'd be a great way to say hey i feel attacked i feel insulted do you mean to say that kind of thing or you know or the other person if they're in the midst of it they could stop and say hey, you know what i realize i'm a little stressed right now because of blank 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 Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean, then you said, then you go into the sorry. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. I didn't mean to come at you mm -hmm. like that. Right. Okay. And then, then the goal is, is trying to get to a yes, right? Right. Okay. So like one could be, you know, after they kind of work through some of these things, they could say, hey, I, I agree with part of what you're saying. And that's good. Instead mm -hmm. of just like, no, look, this is my point. This is your point. Right, we're trying to not be selfish with each other. Why would we want to do that? <laughs> uh, getting to the yes also says, let's compromise here. Ah, uh, okay. Let's okay. find our common ground. You mm -hmm. know, uh, I think the point, your point of view makes sense. So, see, there's a, there's a compromise in the conversation. It, you're trying to get mm -hmm. to a yes and not mm -hmm. keep rehearsing the the bad right arguments you have well and but again if you're emotionally connected and then we're going to talk a little bit about that because here if you're if it's escalated to a certain point sometimes it's very difficult to someone's got to stop and bring it back down because you both can't be flushed mm -hmm. at a level okay which leads us into you may need to say hey i need to calm down notice how we're these are these repair steps 
you're taking ownership for your part of it because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can't control the other person. Right. Um, I need things to, I need things to be calmer right now. It's mm-hmm. something you could say in the midst of mm-hmm. calming down. You mm-hmm. know, you may say, uh, which is not on this list, but I need to breathe right now. Let me take a breath. Ah, right. <sighs> Let right. this out. Like, okay. Right. Uh, now here's one that can diffuse. Can I have a kiss? <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, it just pauses. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. you didn't. Just ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. You know, and you're using humor mm-hmm. to to diffuse right. that. Right. Because you know, it's, it's funny. Was it Proverbs that says, "Well, I'm thinking a pro, a soft answer turns away great wrath." Proverbs fifteen one. Mm-hmm. I was thinking I was almost paraphrase that and said humor. But it's a soft answer. Soft answer. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So I was thinking of another one is that once things are coming back around, you might even want to just give a gesture of rubbing your spouse's back, put your hand on his arm or her her shoulder or something like that. Uh, use wisdom on that too, though, because <laughs> if if they're still if they haven't really settled yet, I mean I don't know what you're trying to do. But, but if they pull back from you, mm-hmm. you know, up, right. don't, don't keep trying. Yeah. Because yeah, that means they're not true. there yet. Okay. And, oh, I'm sorry. Did you have something no, else on ahead, that? go ahead. Go ahead. Um, stopping the action that's going on is really critical. You know, someone, and again, let you may need to say, hey, let's stop. Let's stop for a while. Because it's getting heated. We're getting weary. We're both kind of, we've got our, our thoughts feelings or our emotions in this and we're not in a good place mm-hmm. so let's come back together in a little bit so you got some some other know, ones just to give some other examples for folks you know uh sometimes when you're f- feeling flooded and it even talks about it in his book ah uh, flooded right. um you may want to say let me let me step out for a minute mm-hmm. let me walk away right or we'll say hey let's take about 10 minutes you know you do the time signal Right. Let's take 10 minutes and you go sit in whatever side mm-hmm. you want to sit on in the house. Mm-hmm. I might go downstairs or something, mm-hmm. read through a book, pray, mm-hmm. you know, Lord, help me. You know, you're praying, asking the Lord, you know, this has got to come to a, a head, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And we not keep arguing like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I could share something, um, they found statistically and physiologically that men in confrontation and argument that men's blood pressure tends to rise whereas a woman she can sound like she's upset but her blood pressure will stay normal and also when you talked about flooded i thought that was a good point we need to bring up because Mm -hmm. as as men as we recognize like wait a minute i'm feeling flooded so okay whoa i'm feeling my blood pressure you know even if you don't necessarily recognize it Mm -hmm. your blood pressure is going up because of that and that's i mean that's part of the fight or flight Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Um, and I found even with you that you can sound like you're really upset, but you're just passionate about it. Right. But I can misinterpret that. Like, what in the world are you, why, why yeah. you are, well, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And so as a result, my blood pressure goes up mm-hmm. versus yours. And cause you, I think you've had that before Yeah. where you're like, I'm calm. I'm, you don't sound calm, <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, no, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And then and I'm up. I say, like, ah, okay. Yeah. And then I had to go back for the peace. And because we're, you know, we're believers, there's that place of maintaining the peace that Jesus gives. Because mm-hmm. Jesus said, I give you my peace. 
not as the world gives. It's a different kind of peace. Right. Where you really can have peace that passes understanding. Where we've been in situations where it's like, I should be upset right now. But because of the peace was there, was right. operating. And that, that, that sounds like that's a fruit, too. Fruit of the Spirit? Isn't isn't that a fruit? I, think, I believe it is. <laughs> right. Look at your Bible, Galatians 5, if, if you're wondering what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So uh, I think I cut you off. No, no, no. no. We you were talking about being flooded. Being flooded. About, I'm right. feeling flooded. So you, right. just, you just take time away and come back. Right. Um, sometimes you have to say, wait a minute. Let's start all over. Okay. Right. You know. Um, I know in one of our earlier podcasts, when we were talking about when you review after a fight and you come back Mm -hmm. and you really begin to sit down and say, okay, let's, let's treat it as if we're in a play, we're in the audience, we're up in the balcony, Mm -hmm. but there's a play going on on stage. And that play is actually that argument we just had. Right. But you're, you're looking at it from the standpoint of you're stand, um, a bystander. And you begin to ask questions like, okay, what was, very often the argument isn't about that argument. It's about something else. Correct. That it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, or even if it's closely related to it, it could be something that's unresolved from the previous, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have been your birthday and I missed it. Right. You know, it could have been my birthday and you missed it. Okay. <laughs> 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 this point, you know, you, but you know, you know, or just stress or. Could be could be a hard day at work, you know. A lot of people work remotely, but. right? Um, and the, and with arguments, you you don't want to blame the person that you're upset ah, with. Right. You want to look at the issue. We we both have this issue. And we want right. to re- repair the issue. Right. Right. Don't attack the person. Keep right. the issue. Mm-hmm. The issue. Right. You know, if you start getting historical, you're getting off the issue. Mm-hmm. No, nah, if it's the same issue from, you know, it's been the same issue for every week for the last 52 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> There's a trend. There's a pattern. Mm-hmm. Here, so. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then also there, there's this element of appreciation, which is interesting in that if you get to the part of appreciation and say, well, you know what? My part of the, this problem is X. That, that's ownership, but that's also appreciating that I can look and say, here's what I own. I'm not just blaming you. Mm-hmm. And also then and that always communicate to you that I also appreciate you, that I'm not putting this 100% on you. Right, right. You know, Both saying that we have a part to play in the disagreement. Mm-hmm. It's like I see your point. Instead of saying, next time have a point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you're not gonna solve that one pretty quick you can say stuff like that no, that's funny though no yeah <laughs> okay um i love you wow yeah yeah but hopefully your actions are backing that up too though you know the one thing is if you already had a good friendship mm, and you already have been good making point. emotional deposits right this helps diffuse this this disagreement quite quick quite right. quite not, not the word quick uh a lot a lot sooner mm-hmm. than what's going on if if you are already on a bad path and you guys have been you know angry mm-hmm. you know there's mm-hmm. 
emotions going all over the place or hormones or whatever, then that's something that you're really going to have to work towards being good, best friends, good friends. That is key. You know, because if you're only spouses and parents, but you're not friends, Mm -hmm. that's a bad place to be because when you're empty nester, you're looking at each other like, man, I only stayed together for the kids. Mm -hmm. That's not good. No. Um, Or sometimes you see people that they're spouses, but they don't do anything together. They have two separate lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, they may still come home every day. They may be faithful to each other. But they just have two separate lives. Right. It's like, what do you guys do together? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a limit. That's a very small list. And, I mean, it, every everybody's situation is different. You know, you could have people who've got to work multiple jobs just to make sure that they're just, you know, breaking even. I get that. Um, multiple kids, you know. But there's still a place in there where you're developing friendship. Uh, there's, yeah. a, there's a mental problem going on then yes that's something that the spouse needs to be sensitive to and say let me empathize with them let me right you know let me find out what it is i need to be saying or doing this is i might be doing things to set them off right and you you learn those key words that you mm-hmm. know things you don't need to say things you say that are wrong but you know that's a little bit more challenging when people jump into sex too quickly and mm-hmm. too early mm-hmm. because they haven't had the time to develop a good friendship before they got physically mm-hmm. you know now you've got these other soul ties but you haven't developed a good friendship yet right versus true courting i mean isn't like going back to the old courtship mm-hmm. is you you're not you're not involved sexually right you haven't moved to that place yet because where you're going following the biblical pattern of you developing friendship. Mm-hmm. You're developing, getting to know one another. Now, here's the exception. Because I can hear, it's funny, I can hear in my mind some people say, well, okay, I read the Bible. What about Isaac and Rebecca? He met her that day. And the scripture says he took her into his mother's, his mother's tent. <laughs> what you going to do with that? <laughs> that was a culture then. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't speak to that, but that's the exception. Mm-hmm. But you see other situations where they took time and developed and got to know one another because that's really God's plan. So you become friends because, you know, as I'm going to quote, uh, I think it was Tim Ross. I think he's the one who originally said it mm-hmm. is couples that have sex, that jump into sex quickly and in a relationship without being married. Mm hmm most often ignore red flags okay because it gets harder because now you you got soul tied you're emotionally tied i mean there's a lot of things going on mm-hmm. that you're kind of like ah well you know well well and, and and you you in one sense you almost become blind to it right versus if you take time as friends it's like you know you got this weird habit <laughs> 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 do you always do that mm-hmm you know, so, well, my mama did it. Okay. How long? Oh, that's a family thing. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, this person, this person has an anger problem. Right. You know, it's like, you know, you, you haven't gone to that sexual piece yet. You can develop and say, okay, if we're going to be friends, we need to address this anger issue. Or, right. Or I'm not. Because even if you're not willing to deal with this anger, 
Proverbs teaches, don't hang out with an angry man unless you learn his ways. Mm -hmm. So then mm -hmm. I'm not going to be mm -hmm. with you. Okay. So anyway, I'm, I'm, we shared all that because friendship is very important. It is. Okay. We're, we're really good friends, the two of us. I mean, in our early years, we just was learning each other. You know, we had a yeah, lot of disagreements. And yeah. But you saw my way up. Think. Oh my goodness! See, I knew it was coming, right? Yes, I knew. You it was finally coming. came around. Uh, you finally came around and understood me. That's true. That's true. Women are complex creatures, but see, we dated almost three years. Mm -hmm. You know, until we got before we got married. Right. <clears throat> so we had a lot of time to, well, as much as we could, because I was working. We both were working. I was going to school. Mm -hmm. You know, well, we were serving together in church and ministry. Um, held off on the sexual. You know, we didn't didn't go down that path so Correct. we could get to know. But you're right. Now, being 36 years into it, we are more friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're hut spouses, but I recognize we do have a lot of friendship. We do. Which is good. You know, it's important. It's absolutely important. Mm -hmm. Also, you talked about making positive deposits in your emotional bank account mm -hmm. for somebody who's never heard that term. What does that mean? Um. Uh, you have an emotional side. Let's just just say, the, uh, the positive would be, like you making, putting a hundred dollars into your account, your mm -hmm. bank account. Right. But then you turn around, and you pull out, you know, ninety dollars of that money. The withdrawal is the negative piece, that you're like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, first you're being all super. You're being nice. You're complimenting your, 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 your. You know, being mm -hmm. very uh, hospitable to your spouse, whatever. Yeah. I may not be using the right word, but right, you are right. <laughs> but you're being sweet. You, but you're you're being considerate, mm -hmm. being thoughtful, mm -hmm. right? And then, you know, all of a sudden the, the the apple turns, and you see, and you're just nasty, and you're you're snapping at them. You're being mean. Those are those are emotional uh, withdrawals. Negative withdrawals. Yeah, and the thing about it is, if you've got a lot of emotional deposits, or deposits into positive deposits into the emotional bank account, if that situation came up where that person is mean, you've got enough in there that you could say, "Hey, this isn't like them. Something's going on." You've got a, you got more patience with them. You've mm -hmm. got more care for them. Versus, like you said, if you're running on negative because they keep making some of the draws, mm -hmm. you're like, okay. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, your account basically just goes negative, and you, uh, you know, it goes into uh, what's the word I want to use with the bank accounts when overdraft, over, over, overdraft, yeah, overdraft. Yeah, <laughs> they're in overdraft status. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, banking institutions was like, if you don't resolve this, you know, we will close your account. They give you mm -hmm. so much time to mm -hmm. to deposit the money. Right. Of course, they're gonna fee you. Keep adding fees. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but that's something, though. If you use that analogy, um, a person keeps taking negative. They they fail to deposit, but they keep taking withdrawals. And then they, they wonder why the person responds a certain way mm -hmm. or doesn't respond or seems cold, withdrawn. And those are things that absolutely require repairs. So. Some examples of positive is learning the person's love language. Correct. Like yours is quality time, right? Mm -hmm. And if if I'm conscious of, okay, quality time, 
let me make sure I'm spending quality time with you. Mm-hmm. You know, put the phone down. Or even we're both on the phone, we're sharing some of the same things. We're talking at the same time. We're sharing the phone, going through that. Um, praying together is good. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever, that, you know, whatever that love language is. Right. Those are good things. Okay. Cool. All right. What else do you want to talk about? Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Since repairs don't have to be well-spoken or even complicated to be effective. That's true. Any genuine technique can work if a couple has the right foundation. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and the two of us, we have our foundation is Christ. Right. We keep Christ in this, in, you mm-hmm. know, it's like a triangle. Mm-hmm. You know, Christ is at the top. We're, we're pointing towards Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, we both highly recommend that you have a relationship with Christ. And I'm, I'm quite sure the people who are listening do have a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. But if your relationship is kind of, you know, your foundation's kind of got some cracks in it or whatever, mm-hmm. or you feel like you're kind of distant from God, sometimes that can affect your relationship and you can say, Lord. Yeah, I can. Help. Yeah, I can. I mean, that's the, that's the national prayer. Help, Lord. Help. <laughs> help. Help right. me. Help me. Right. And you just. And mean it. Yeah. Right. You ask Christ to help you in your relationship with your spouse or your, your, uh, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, and God will come in, and just flood. It would be a. It wouldn't be flooding. It would be a flood of His of His love coming to you, and being given to your your partner. Because mm-hmm. that is really important, and that's really what makes a difference. You know, not that we've got the corner on it. But we we found that his word absolutely makes a difference. You know, that word brings light because then now I can see the light of the maybe the dark areas in, in, in me mm-hmm. and you see them in you. And then we can shine a light on it and just say, OK, how do we work that together? Right. I mean, people uh-huh. see us and they're like, you know, we're not we're not blowing our own horn or ringing no, the bell, but we're all. saying that we went through some hard things in our relationship in our early years. You know, and God was the one that we give credit to and thanks mm-hmm. to helping us to be peaceful people in the midst of things that we could easily be, you know, arguing over or just whatever. But God has, has mm-hmm. really sustained us. He really has. Yeah, he has. And that make, that's what makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And that's enabled us to be friends and spouses and parents mm-hmm. and even adult children of our parents Mm -hmm. and siblings, you know, you just go down the line because, you know, there's still, we've been focused on marital relationships, but we started out talking about there's other relationships, right? You know, but, and sometimes you can still use the same principle of, okay. Um, adult siblings, you're still siblings, but also you can be friends at a certain level. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if there's a 10-year difference between you, sometimes that's a challenge because you're in two different worlds. You know, if someone's 10 years older, you know, you know, they was they was in diapers when you were 10. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was 10 is what, third grade, 10th grade? I don't know, whatever, not 10th grade. No, I mean, like it's not 10th grade. Third or fifth, somewhere in there. Yeah. Whatever that number is. Right. <laughs> no, ninth grade, ninth grade. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. That analytical mind kicks in. I'm sorry. I got to stop it. <laughs> I'll keep going until I get it. Um, 
So these are things I think these if, if people put these into practice, the, identifying the feeling words, saying sorry, knowing how to take ownership, uh, calming down, mm-hmm. you know, taking someone saying, hey, you know, we need to stop this. You know, right now, let's come back together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got to find another word for sorry, but, you know, apologizing. But and then also, yeah, my apologies. Yeah, my apologies. And really mean it. And then, but taking the time to also say, hey, what, it, what I hear you saying is this. Mm-hmm. And and that level of communication, and it, it takes work. Because when you're in the midst of it and your emotions are high, you've got to learn to, to calm down. Then also, too, because, again, we were talking about it being believers, we have the Holy Spirit who is there to help us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the Holy Spirit is like, calm it down. Because you, you feel it rising. Yeah. Okay, calm yeah. it down. Watch it. Watch it. You're like, oh, no, I'm about, I'm about to get. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't do it. Don't say that. Right. You know. Right. And, you know, make this a win-win by listening right. to the Holy Spirit. or Right. Just that gentle, mm-mm. Right. No, no. You're like, I'm, right. don't, don't say that. No, wait. Back up. Right. You know, what actually, um, I was listening to somebody, it was pretty funny. He said, you know, um, you know, God's other name is something. Because <laughs> something told me not to do that. <laughs> something told me not to say that. <laughs> so if you don't want to call him all, you say something. You know, right. He's someone. Right. <laughs> you know, I want to yeah. give him all due respect and honor. But yeah. it's funny. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just that as a song I've listened to, it's an Andre Crouch song, if anybody wants to know who this guy is he was an amazing anointed singer he had one of his singers i can't think of i think his name was howard smith yeah howard yeah howard smith he talks about love and he talks about you want to do this to the glory of god that you want to love the person and not let this you know he says let the sun go down on your wrath yeah but this is something i'm I'm quite sure it's a goal that you have to go to i can't tell anybody to just Mm -hmm. Don't go to bed angry. Da, da, da. But but if you think about it, glorifying God is a really a high thing. Wow. You know, right. you glorify God. So right. I'm not going to, you know, disgrace this person, disrespect them, be rude. Right. But if it if I do, then it's like, okay, let's right then and there, like, I'm gonna do better to to make this repair quicker than it be several weeks down the road or Next month, I'm still carrying part of it, so bring it up again in another disagreement. But it's like, no, let me make a repair and then listen to the Lord or read my Bible, study, pray, and say, Lord, show me how to do this. Mm-hmm. It glorifies God, and that's that's what we want to do good. as believers. Yeah, that's good. Go for it. I'm just, that's that's just something that came to me about glorifying yeah. God. We we It's not about I want to win. You know, I want to be on top or whatever. It's like, no, I want to glorify God in my actions, in my behavior, in my marriage, in my relationships. And I'm not saying it's easy because I'm not perfect. And I do I do get upset. And sometimes I do say things wrong or my expression will not look good. If I'm not saying it, then my expression is going to look kind of bad. But I'm like, no, I got to glorify God. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different perspective now. And that. If that becomes your mission, like you said, I want to glorify him. I want to say the right things. I don't want to offend. That that keeps you in the love walk. 
Mm-hmm. Well, now, okay, now we're starting to get off into some other areas here. I mean, well, it's, this is important because important. the times that we're living in, and I'm, you know, I'm not, we're not trying to sound like some fanatical people, Christians, whatever, but so the times, <laughs> if you look at the times that we're living in, right. it talks about in Matthew 24 about the fig tree. Mm. The fig tree is Israel, and mm-hmm. we see a lot that's going on. Mm-hmm. But Jesus Christ is soon to return, mm-hmm. and you want to be ready. You don't want to miss this appointment. That's true. So, that is just, so true. just clean up, clean up your house. Hear from God, study, pray. You know, make sure you repent, apologize, whatever you need to do. God is, His Son is coming back to get all all of His saints. And with that being said, if you have already made a relationship with Jesus, what G, what Sherry's talking about is we want to be as those wise virgins. Mm-hmm. We don't want to have the oil to go out. We want to make sure we got plenty of oil and we're watching. Because mm-hmm. Jesus said, don't be like the foolish ones. Because mm-hmm. they let their oil go out. They got sidetracked. For the other ones, like, no, he's coming. And... Even now, there's so much in the world that shows that we're a whole lot closer mm-hmm. to him coming. Now, if you have never done that, it is easy as asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart. He doesn't. I mean, it's one of the he's made it simple. Jesus. Now, it was difficult for him because he literally had to come from heaven, take on a human form, but yet be 100 percent God, 100 percent man. Only God can do that, mm-hmm. which is which is phenomenal. Yes. And he lived a life, was crucified, brutally beaten, shed his blood, went to hell for every man because the Bible calls him the last Adam. Mm -hmm. And then he was resurrected. And here is he said, and even on the earth, when he was here, he said, I'm the way to the father. There's really only one way. Some people, you people argue and say, well, no, there's more than one way to God. No, there isn't. No. And here's why he said that. And it's not that God's being dogmatic, but because he knows everything and sees everything, you don't think it, he hasn't looked at any and all possibilities to get, you know, to open the way to him because he's mm-hmm. not keeping, he doesn't want to keep people from him. He wants people to come to him. Right. But he, there's only one way. Mm-hmm. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Correct. The shedding of blood is required to cover, to deal with the sin issue. And Jesus shed his blood perfectly once and for all. So here's what the, in the book of Romans in the New Testament, it says, the word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. What? What word is that? The word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Now, with that belief doesn't just say, oh, yeah, I'm American. I believe, you know, yeah, I believe in God. And then you, you go on. No, from a biblical the way the original language means is if you believe as a result, your lifestyle changes Mm -hmm. as you adhere to believing and you, and you're convinced in your heart, not just in your head, but in your heart Mm -hmm. that number one, you're a sinner. Right. You could have been born and lived in a bubble all your life and never did anything to anybody. Just the fact you're born as a human, you're, you're already lost. But then that's why Jesus came. So you wouldn't have to be lost. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. he says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Right. 
Now, why does that work? He said, for with heart, one believes, adheres to changes. I mean, and, and not just like mental ascent, but actually, okay, if I believe something, I'm, I'm moving towards that. I'm, I'm convinced of it. Mm -hmm. And he says, for the heart, one believes and is justified. So it's a heart issue. You know, and, um, let, let me stay on point. <laughs> and with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. So confession, you have to tell somebody. Mm -hmm. So here's what you do is you can simply do that and say, Jesus, I recognize I'm a sinner. I ask you to come in my heart, wash me of my sins and cleanse me, make me new from the inside out. Amen. I receive you as my Lord mm -hmm. and Savior. Mm -hmm. If you do that and really mean it in your heart, God will meet you right where you are. Right. Then if you've done that, it's important. You got to go tell somebody. Got to go tell. You can send us emails um, and, and even just pray and ask the Lord to send you to a good Bible, Bible teaching church because it's important now. Mm -hmm. You've got to have community around you. Right. You got to learn. So then then that way you, you go on. And then you when he comes very soon mm -hmm. there's going to be a trumpet that's going to be heard and you'll be able to go instead of looking and like wondering okay where all these people go <laughs> yeah and you'll and we'll, you, you'll know because you know you'll be thinking about man you know Mike and Sherry was telling me about that mm -hmm. and I thought I still had more time right. we're telling you that time is up this thing could happen Right. You, we want to take as many people as we can with us to heaven. Yeah, we do. We do. Mm -hmm. So if you do that, God will meet you right where you are. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. good deal. So that's a wrap. Yeah. I'm going to just, just, just speak a blessing over everyone that's listening. Mm -hmm. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Go in peace. Yes, go in peace. And that's an amen. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Be blessed. Yep, so that is a wrap. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to the Happily Married and Love podcast. You can email us at happily married, the letter in love, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can leave comments on the Spotify app. Also, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts mm -hmm. and wherever actually you pick up your podcast. Right. We'd be glad to hear from you. So until next time, this has been Michael. And Sherry. Until next time. Peace. peace.